0: This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Alive is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's Pastor Dana.
1: Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana
0: and Pastor Tom.
1: And we once again would like to thank you for joining us for Streams in the Desert Live, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is Global Financial Meltdown. But before we get started, let us pray. We will be praying for America and Israel among all those in the world who are in need of a personal relationship with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ, and for those who do have one with him. Father God, right now, we just come humbly before your throne. We ask that everything that be said and done today be done in the power of your Holy Spirit. Let your anointing flow, Holy Spirit, in this place. Let everything be said, done, and s- the people see Jesus that in everything that is said and done. And as the video of this show goes out, Lord, let the people see Jesus and not us. Yes. Father God, we pray for America and Israel. We ask that you would keep thy right hand of blessings upon our lands. And, Lord, right now, you know everything That is going on. You know the end from the beginning. We ask that you would meet us at the point of our need. Lord you said that your children shall never be ashamed. And if we keep our eyes on Jesus. We will walk straight into eternity. With you forevermore. We love you and praise you. And Holy Spirit have your way upon these airwaves. And do that which you have prepared and ordained. For such a time as this. In Jesus precious and holy name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Well pastor we open. Up today's streams broadcast with some timely scripture found in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 23 through 29. And it says, To the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant. And to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. See that ye refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escape not who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven. Whose voice then shook the earth, but now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word, yet once more, signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire.
1: Folks, as of this past weekend, we have now entered into some very turbulent times, which mark for all of us the turning point of the month of September. And as of yesterday, Monday, September 15, 2008 at the opening of America's Financial Business Day, it was not, is not, and will not be business as usual for America as a whole any longer. Why? Well many things have changed over the last eight and a half months called the year 2008 And even in the past week, many dramatic events have taken place. Hurricane Ike has devastated many states with Texas and Louisiana being placed in the spotlight. But moreover, the entire United States has been affected by financial woes to the point that the middle class or mainstream America has and is being stretched the breaking point. Food, gas, clothing, health care, and housing, you name it, it's all becoming just out of reach for most Americans. Aside from the fact that when the people of America now wake up in the morning not knowing if when they step foot in the door of their jobs, if it'll be a cup of coffee that greets them, or the proverbial brown box loaded with their personal effects that will be glaring them in the face. Yes, folks, times are a changing, and if you don't believe me, just listen to what the godfather of the financial sector has to say about the situation. This is a man that, even though he has stepped away from his position, still calls the shots regarding the rise and fall of the American economy at just the sounding of his voice yes you got it his name is Alan Greenspan and here's what he had to say in an interview there again from this last weekend with CNN dated September 14 2008 titled
0: Greenspan economy in once-in-a-century crisis in an interview Sunday, the former Federal Reserve chairman said that, one, that more financial firms will fail and that housing won't stabilize until 2009. The U.S. credit squeeze has brought on a once-in-a-century financial crisis that is likely to claim more big firms before it eases, former Federal Reserve Chief uh, Alan Greenspan said Sunday. Greenspan told ABC's This Week that the situation is in the process of outstripping anything I've seen and it still is not resolved and it still has a way to go. Indeed, it will continue to be a corrosive force until the price of homes in the United States stabilizes, Greenspan said. He predicted that would not happen until early 2009 and said the odds of the U.S. recession have gone up in recent months. I can't believe we could have a a once-in-a-century type of financial crisis without a significant impact on the real economy globally. And I think that, that indeed this is what is in the process of occurring, he said, while recent declines in the price of oil and food may help avert a recession, he said, I wouldn't put my money on it. The financial crunch already has claimed investment bank Bear Stern, spurred the financial seizure of mortgage giant Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, and left centuries-old Wall Street institution Lehman Brothers clinging by its fingernails after suffering nearly $7 billion in real estate-related losses. Federal regulators and Wall Street executives were holding weekend crisis talks aimed at resolving the Lehman situation without further shock to the financial sector. Greenspan, who left office in 2006, said he expected more failures before the crisis eased, while regulators shouldn't try to protect every single institution, he said. Companies should be kept from falling in a sharp, sharply disruptive manner to prevent further shocks. Greenspan critics said he helped inflate the housing bubble by keeping target. Short term rates too lo- too low for too long, leading reckless lending and borrowing in the housing market. but Greenspan said the problem laid not in the loans themselves but in their repackaging as securities and sales to investors
1: and just who are these investors? well, let's look at the most recent to fall, and I do mean fall f a l l fall. fall. It was one of America's oldest corporations at 158 years old, and when it came down this past Sunday, it rendered at least 20 to 26,000 people jobless, just like that. Here's a snapshot of the demise of Lehman Brothers, as articulated in an article by the managing editor of Fortune.com, dated September 14th, and titled, Lehman's Dying Hours. As the clock ticks down, workers file out of a Times Square skyscraper carrying what they can. The last hours, minutes really, of one of the world's largest investment banks makes for a pretty unusual spectacle. I'm standing outside Lehman Brothers headquarters on 7th Avenue and 50th Street in New York City watching the Lehman Brothers die employees some in suits other in casual clothes are filing out with all they can carry as time runs out they are walking down the sidewalk past police barricades as scores of new yorkers and tourists gawk some asking which star is coming out not knowing what is going on a big cop issues the standard keep moving line to those of us who stop to gaze he tells the crowd go home there is no one famous coming out you are looking at a whole bunch of people who just lost their jobs some of the people behind the barricades are loved ones their faces distraught their cars waiting to pick up their significant others and their boxes one banker carries out a pair of green Lehman umbrellas a paltry trophy few Parting employees are in a mood to talk. Either they're still adhering to CEO Dick Field's tight-lipped, we're all in this together policy, or they're just exhausted and in major pain. No comment is the standard line. A TV producer tries in vain to get interviews. I managed to ask one guy how he felt. Look at all of us with our boxes, he said with a grimace. What do you think? As the night wears on, dozens of younger workers start coming out of the building. One yells, Jackals! Not knowing that the crowd is made up mostly of relatives or clueless onlookers, a pair of employees walks out carrying orchids. Six months earlier and five blocks away, a similar scene played out as Bear Stearns collapsed. Tonight, I'm wondering How many more crash-and-burn nights like this, Wall Street, the markets, and our uh, economy can take? Folks, there was another gory account of the Lehman Brothers' death that was in print as of yesterday, September 15, 2008, that revealed that the U.S. government stood on the sidelines and watched Lehman take its last breath. Why? Why? Because Lehman, and hear me, folks, this is very important, is the first of a long and a very long line of major American global corporations that are set to fall. The government made it perfectly clear in this article titled, Why They Let Lehman Die, that you may read for yourself on CNNMoney.com dated September 15, 2008. That since Bear Stearns in March, which marked the beginning of the crumbling of the American, global, American glo- and global financial sectors, and was the first to fall, or fail, shall we say in this case, but then was bailed out by the Feds and Chase Bank. Folks, what they made clear is that this would not be happening anymore in regards to huge investment banks being bailed out. What they are trying to get across to the public at large that is paying attention to what is going on in the financial realm is that, get this, folks, that the initial shock of seeing big banks, which began with Bear Stearns and investment banking companies, has become, with the out-and-out crash of Lehman, an everyday event that will now be played out day after day, week after week, and month after month, and will become as common as the use of your debit card. Folks, this implosion is not only an American tragedy, it's a global financial meltdown. Why? Well, here's just a glimpse of an on-scene report from our friends in Israel Sent to me yesterday, directly from Jerusalem, titled,
0: Major Wall Street Shakeup Has Global Implications. 158-year-old Lehman Brothers Bank, burdened by $60 billion in soured real estate holdings, announced it is filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy after attempts to rescue the firm have failed. Bank of America Corporation announced that it is snapping up Merrill Lynch and Company Incorporated in a $50 billion all-stock transaction. The demise of these two long-standing independent Wall Street institutions caused shockwaves in the U.S. and global financial system just six months after the collapse of Bear Stearns. The world's largest insurance company, America International Group, IAG Incorporated also was forced into a restructuring and a global consortium of banks working with governmental officials in the New York announced a 70 billion dollar pool of funds to lend to troubled financial companies. The aim according to participants who spoke to the Associated Press was to prevent a worldwide panic on stock and other financial exchanges.
1: Folks, the reason we are bringing you this update on the American global financial meltdown is because five months ago we reported to you the soon coming global systemic crash and crash of the U.S. real economy that was slated for the middle of September of 2008 and was yesterday September fifteenth, two 2008, put in motion with the collapse, not bailout, but total collapse of Lehman Brothers Bank here in New York City, who was once a leader in global financing. Folks, we come to you each and every week to keep you up to date or to inform you as to what is coming upon the world at large. We do not come to scare you. We do not come to scare you but we do come to prepare you so that you will be ready for eternity that is the soon coming of the Lord Jesus Christ for all those who have been and are praying ready watching waiting for the imminent return of the Lord and only Savior Jesus Christ for his bride which is the true Bible-believing, blood-washed, spirit-filled church. Remember, folks, we must be ready to meet the Lord and Savior, the Lord and only Savior, Jesus Christ, at his return in the rapture. For Jesus himself said in so many words that if you have no relationship with him, Jesus that is, you will not be escaping the wrath of God nor making heaven your eternal home. But you say, Pastor Dana, I have never read in the Bible where Jesus said such a thing. Then I say to you, my friend, you have forgotten or never read Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 through 27. That was spoken entirely by the Lord, Master, and only Savior, Jesus Christ, which reminds us to enter ye in at the straight gate, For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And folks, listen closely. And few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles even so every good tree bringeth forth good fruit but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit every tree that bringeth forth not bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not everyone, Jesus said, that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me, Jesus said in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works, and then will I, Jesus said, profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, Jesus said, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the flood came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house. And it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these things of mine, Jesus said, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell. And the and great was the fall of it. Folks, remember Hurricane Ike. Remember the fact that many people were, uh, decided to stay where they were? Do you know that during that night of Hurricane Ike, they, they were told over the internet, on all newspaper headlines, to stay where you are would be certain death. Folks, I want to tell you that it was a prophetic rendering of just where people are in getting ready to meet Jesus at the rapture. Many people say, where is his coming? It's been talked about so long. We don't see anything. Many people are getting weary in waiting and weary in well-doing and falling away. The Lord said that that day of the revealing of the Antichrist would not even take place until there be a huge falling away. And that would be in believing in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and all the promises, even down to the fact that he would return for us in the rapture. There were many people that were stranded in various places during the night of the storm, which took place over Friday the 12th of September into the early morning hours of Saturday the 13th of September in Hurricane Ike. People on the news stations were being asked how many calls are coming in to emergency assistance for people who want help and repeatedly i heard people saying there are no calls coming in it appears that they've either hunkered down and stayed where they're at have no way to communicate with us or have left but there is a report that most people did not hear and that is that those people that decided that they would stay through this very devastating storm, they, they knew they could get no help, but all they did was call the radio stations and say to them, we have made a dire mistake in our choice to stay here, and we know that there is no help available for us, but we just want someone to talk to because we don't know if we will even make it through the night. Folks, do not find yourself there, spiritually speaking. Make your choice now for the Lord Jesus Christ. So therefore, folks, it's high time to choose in whom you will continue to place your trust in. Will it be the things of this world and Satan, or will it be in Jesus Christ? For it, your choice that is, will be the deciding factor as to where you will spend eternity. Time is short, and you may not have tomorrow. So, as the word of the Lord God says, today is the day of salvation. And yes, folks, these truly are the days of grace. For in Revelation 20 15, John reminds us that whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire.
0: Amen. And that's where we never want to find ourselves, is it?
1: And you know, The thing about that is, you need to be ready now. Jesus is going to judge the believers at his coming in the rapture. Amen. And the only judgment left after that time is the judgment of those who will find eternal damnation in the lake of fire, rendered by God at the day of great white throne judgment.
0: You know, Pastor, it's so easy. It's so easy to accept Jesus into your heart. You've heard enough gospel here today to save your soul Lord, to condemn it. That's right. So, you know, I just want to pray for our listeners right now.
1: Amen. That's right.
0: Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this opportunity to come and to, to be on your airwaves, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. To get the word out, to get your word out yes, across your word, these Lord. airwaves, Lord. It is an awesome opportunity and responsibility that Amen. you've given to us.
1: Thank you, Jesus.
0: And, Lord... We know the signs of the times are coming, Lord. We see them happening all around us, whether it be the financial, whether it be the falling away in our churches, yes, Lord. Yes. Lord, we see the signs of the time, Lord. And, Lord, I just pray that that we keep our eyes upon that eastern sky because Amen. you are soon and very soon to break that eastern sky, Lord. Yes, Lord. But, Lord, you know our hearts. You know the heart of this ministry, Lord, is the salvation of the lost, yes. Lord. And, Lord, we call to Jesus. each and every person out there right now. Lord, if, you do, if, they, if they do not know who you are, Lord, that they would give their heart to you, Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it is so simple. All you need to do is say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Savior. Forgive me of my sins. I know that you have died for me on the cross. I know that you rose again and are seated, seated upon the right hand of your Father, And, Lord, I just ask that you would just cover me with that precious and holy blood that you shed. Forgive me of my sins and welcome me into your kingdom. And I just ask it all in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, also send upon me your Holy Spirit that will lead me and guide me into all truth and righteousness. And no matter where I'm going, I will be able to... Use your Holy Spirit to guide me in the darkness that's coming upon this world. Thank you for it, Jesus. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes.
1: Well, I guess it's time for us to open up our phone lines.
0: Amen. And our question for today is, are your eyes on the world of finance or upon the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Give us a call at Streams in the Desert Live. We'd love to hear how you, as a faithful follower of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, feel about this question. Our number here at KXXT is 602-296-3632. And once again, that number is 602-296-3632. And Pastor, I believe we have somebody on the line.
1: Yes, we do. Good afternoon. This is Pastor Dana.
2: Hi, hi, Sister Dana. This is Brother Mark. Oh, <laughs> oh
1: praise good God! Good afternoon, Brother Mark. Shalom, shalom. Glad you got through.
2: The City. Yes. yes. How you doing? I'm doing fine. And uh, actually, it's pretty hard to beat what you just covered in, in in these two topics concerning the financial situation, and of course, Hurricane Ike. I uh, praise God I have a cell phone uh, to be able to do this because uh, communications are a little bit different around here now. But the important thing is, is you know, as, as you two have emphasized over and over and over again as you know the people have to understand and read what the word of god is saying as it amen. applies these times
1: amen that's true
2: i just want to suggest just a couple of verses or uh to share with you at this time that kind of addresses this thing
1: you know you're always so, welcome
2: amen consider ezekiel eight nineteen, and this is you know if we had an honest weights and measures and money system in this country you know this this verse would not undo that but people are putting their hope in other things not just the paper that's falling like uh confetti from the skyscrapers at Lehman Brothers
1: yes but also
2: the gold and silver that they think will get them through this time uh and here it is uh verse 19 of Ezekiel chapter uh chapter 7. they shall cast their silver in the streets and their gold shall be removed their silver and their gold shall not be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the Lord
1: you know what? This is absolutely the truth. In fact, uh I know our buddy Vision Victory out of California. He he brought out a, a, a video just yesterday and uh you know He brought out the fact that uh, gold and silver are your best bets. Well, you know, for the short term, that's true. But there's a time coming, Brother Mark, and we have brought this out in various Mm -hmm. broadcasts before, that the Lord is telling us through the scripture that you just read that it will not always be the same, and it is soon to come that that will no longer be your safe haven. Because the Lord has a plan since before the foundation of this world was laid that one day this world as we know it would end and the Lord would begin a millennial kingdom time and then on into eternity. And if the things that are happening today were not happening, we could not move forward to that time. And this is very true of what you're saying. This scripture says it all for the time that is yet to come.
2: Amen. And you know, uh your matter of, of telling the people by the tom's spare and you know getting ready for for salvation and, and the fact that it's such an easy thing, you know Jesus, you know knew that if 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 the matter of salvation would become you know complicated, if we were going to be the ones that were going to try to complicate it, but he exactly. says in this, Romans chapter ten verses nine and ten that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart one believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And, Praise you, God. and you Amen. know what
1: that is that says it all right there and anybody who's hungry for the Lord Jesus Christ and a relationship with him that is going to take them out of the wrath of god out of the path of the wrath of god into eternity to be side by side with him i got news for you those are easy words to to receive and and they will latch on to them and they will move forward in the power of god's holy spirit taking them and propelling them just where the lord has prepared for them to go in such a time as this brother mark in such a time as this
2: amen and uh, i don't want to hold up the line too long here because i know what Our other brother wants to get through. I'm almost (laughs) sure he wants to get on the line. I love listening to him, too, and I'll I'll, uh, let you guys, uh, you know... Conclude this with me, if you would, so that he can get in the, the discussion. All righty, uh, then we want to pray yes. for you.
1: Father God, we thank you for this time of fun and fellowship with Brother Mark in the Mile High City. And Lord, we do ask that you would keep his line of communication open for the things that you have Jesus. prepared and ordained for this hour. Lord, and we know peace, that there Lord is a closing Jesus. of the door in even communication in America as far as the gospel also goes. And Lord, we, we know that you have a plan to keep it going, even if it becomes underground. And Lord, it is soon to come to that way of uh, lifestyle so Lord ask that you would bless brother Mark and that you would keep his uh, him encouraged And moving in the direction that you have prepared and ordained for this hour upon that straight and narrow path, not looking to the left or right, but having his eyes pinned steadfastly upon the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, walking in the spirit, the Holy Spirit, and not in the flesh. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 God bless you.
1: Thanks so much for your call. Shalom. Shalom. Shalom.
0: And Pastor, I, I believe we have another caller on the line?
1: Yes, I think so. Good afternoon. This is Pastor Dana
3: good afternoon pastors and shalom. Shalom, shalom
1: shalom brother how you doing
3: fine thank you and we love what brother mark says from from where he's called
1: the and, mile high city colorado amen. yes he's in colorado
3: amen also i would like to share a couple of things real quick too as well also i believe that we are living in a time where god is fulfilling the scripture where it says god will not allow the righteousness to be destroyed in god in christ jesus
1: Amen. and i believe
3: too that uh great wealth transfer is coming to the body of christ amen uh, we can transfer the, the gospel out to the world before the last call
1: amen that's right
3: and also too i would like to say that um i think that we share a little, a little humor if i may you know with uh the times that we live in because it is kind of stressed out and we do need to last <laughs> too you know? amen amen, amen.
1: laughter is a good medicine
3: <laughs> and I, I remember what uh remember the honeymooners where ralph Crabman told uh art carney that be kind to the people that you meet on the way up, because you will meet the same people on the way down. Amen. 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 (laughs) And we need to remember that, you know, they they are suffering as well, and we need to keep them in the prayers. And uh, Nancy Pelosi also is saying that she told the Democratic Party to tell the people out in the United States that they were for drilling all along so that their seat can be saved, and if they get in trouble, she will take the hit So don't believe the lie. That's right. You know,
1: I'm glad you brought that up. Let us pray for you, and then Pastor Tom has something to share. Father God, right now we thank you for our brother and everybody's always excited to hear what you have prepared and ordained to speak through Amen. this brother each week, Lord. We ask that you would continue him upon the straight and narrow path that you've provided to him, Lord and keep him informed spiritually and prophetically to bring each week which you have prepared and ordained through the Holy Spirit for him to speak to your people. We love you and praise you, Lord, and we thank you for this brother and ask that you would give him favor and that you would give him blessings beyond measure in Jesus' precious and holy name we pray amen amen god bless you brother
0: god bless shalom shalom and pastor i, b- I believe we have somebody else on the line before i get to my article that's here.
1: fine god bless you and good afternoon this is pastor dana
4: good afternoon shalom. shalom shalom
1: how are you sister
4: i'm doing fine wonderful um i just want to say uh to everybody out there uh you need to get ready now amen because you never know what is going to happen to you.
1: That's right.
4: And um, I also want to say that uh, God was giving the mayor of, I believe, of Louisiana. Okay. Um, uh, From the hurricane, the, um, God was giving the mayor the message to the people to evacuate and those that didn't listen. Um, I hope that they ask God for forgiveness.
1: Well, I pray that and too, sister.
4: Yes and um I also I also want to say um uh you haven't heard about the the train wreck that happened in Los Angeles? Yes,
1: we did. It didn't uh, get enough airtime.
4: Yes, yes. And um, um two trains collided to each other. That's um, right. Yes, and I you know you, you just never best goes to show you just never know
1: that's right we just that, never know when, when it, it
4: happened to you mm-hmm.
1: exactly you're so right uh-huh. sister thank you so much for your call and we just want to pray for you father god we just ask that you would continue to bring our sister to us each week and the word that you have prepared and ordained through her to be spoken to your people Amen. lord we thank you for these who have become a weekly part of this broadcast because their voice is coming from you lord we ask that you would just keep her and give her the desires of her heart as she continues upon your straight and narrow path take her through this week gloriously and victoriously meeting at her at the point of her need in jesus precious and holy name we pray amen god bless you sister
4: god bless you, god <laughs> bless bye-bye. you. bye-bye
0: bye-bye Bye bye. you know pastor it is she is so true that people are leaving this world so quickly that's for sure so daily quickly. daily oh we need to be ready all over the world they're doing it yes. If you read. yes well we have some breaking news here
1: oh this is big news yes it is this is the scoop of the day folks
0: And it says Obama allegedly undermines U.S. foreign policy in Iraq. This came out September 15, 2008. An article titled Stick a Fork in Obama, He's Done by Bill Levinson. The following is in today's New York Post. The bottom line is that Barack Obama allegedly attempted to undermine official U.S. policy in Iraq and attack that could have endangered thousands of lives as well as regional peace and security for his own political benefit. We encourage our readers to, to circulate this story as widely as possible because it alone should mean the end of Obama's candidacy. Obama tried to stall GIS Iraq's withdrawal from Amir Tayy- with, by Amir Tai. While campaigning in public for a speedy withdrawal of U.S. troops from Iraq, Senator Barack Obama has tried to private, privately to persuade Iraqi leaders to delay an agreement on a drawdown of American military presence. According to Iraqi uh, Foreign Minister Zabari, Obama made his demand for delay a key theme of his discussions with Iraq leader in Baghdad in July he asked why we were not prepared to delay an agreement until after the US elections and the formation of a new administration in Washington Sabari so said in an interview Obama was given Iraqis the impression that he doesn't want Iraq to appear anything like a success let anyone uh, let alone a victory for America the reason he fears that the participation of the US victory here might revive the Bush doctrine of preemptive war. This is removing a threat before the strike it strikes America. We must now ask whether Obama is merely wishing for our country's foreign policy to fail in Iraq or whether he is working actively to cause it to fail. We are not attorneys and cannot give legal advice, but where the latter to be proven, we refer our readers to the following element of the U.S. Code, Title 19
1: title eighteen sure. and so you know what folks i just want to say something that um, that title eighteen you can read about it and it talks about private citizens uh... trying to persuade uh... governments of other countries concerning u.s politics so that is something that if he is found guilty of it it could come with a three year uh... incarceration yeah. or a fine or both so uh... do you pass that on and check out the title eighteen to see what it says because we just don't have enough time to share it here today, but the fact is, is Obama has done something that is overstepping his bounds as a citizen in uh, the time that uh, he's been vying for the presidency. And I just want to touch on uh, something else, too, and that is that Omar offers Palestinians 98 percent of the West Bank. Uh, Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Omar will offer pro- uh, Palestinian leader Mahmoud Abbas 98 percent of Judea and Samaria when the two meet later this week. Israel's Channel News, uh, 2 News reported on Sunday. The report came just hours after Omar Told his cabinet that the vision of a greater Israel is no longer in existence, and blasted anyone who clings to Israeli—excuse uh, me—clings to Israel's biblical and historical right to uh, the area known as the West Bank as delusional. And you know, folks, you can read this online. It's Omarts offers uh, Palestinians 98 percent of the West Bank. And uh, that's the title you can look it up by. And, you know, he's leaving office in a couple of days, and he's still going to try to push through a peace agreement before he leaves. So keep your eyes open because this will be devastating, and it will be prominent in the next seven-year cycle, which begins in Israel on October 1st. If this peace agreement is signed here on or Just before or just after October 1st, it does fall into the seven years prior to the end of the way we know this world. You know, folks, it just appears that we're all out of time for today. And uh, we just want to say, please be sure to join us next Tuesday at 4 p.m. This is Pastor Dana
0: and Pastor Tom
1: saying so long for now. And remember, folks, we are in need of your support for the work of this radio ministry. Please consider sending a love offering to help us as we are not called, nor can we do this alone. It takes your prayers, love offering, encouragement, and as well as the hand of the f- hand and favor of the Lord God to keep this ministry and us going. And we Just want to ask you to visit us at our website, which is streamsaz.org. And there you will be able to hear our previous broadcast on our podcast. And we just want to say, until next week, may the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Until we meet again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. for Streams in the Desert Live here on KXXT, 1010 a.m. God bless you and shalom, shalom.
0: God bless you and shalom, shalom. Well, folks, that's all the time we have for today. Please be sure to join us next Tuesday on KXXT 1010 AM Family Values Radio at 4 p.m. for Streams in the Desert Live when we will once again examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Pastor Dan and myself, thank you for listening, for your calls, for your emails, and always for your generous love offerings in support of the radio broadcast. You may also visit us at our website, streamsaz.org, or email us at streamsaz.org with questions and topics to be discussed on future shows. Much love in Jesus to each and every one of you, and may the peace of the Lord Jesus be with you all till we meet again. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?